What's up, y'all? It's the fourth quarter. It's a new month. And what better way to start it than to come and join us at EYL University? Yes, the fourth quarter is where star players make a name for themselves. So come and join the number one roster. EYL University is the biggest platform for business in the universe. We have over 70 past classes, weekly classes. We have a private investment group on Facebook, which gives you access to our movie club, our book club. We also have bi-weekly real estate calls with MG, the mortgage guy, and monthly financial advising calls with none other than yours truly. (laughs) So head over to EYLUniversity.com right now and enter promo code EYL for 40% off of our annual membership. That's right. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over. We'll see you on the other side. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What up? What up? What's going on, family? Houston, Texas. My brothers, how you doing? What's the I'm deal, good. fam? I'm good. What's going on? Oh, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing if you black. was going to wear black. I'm like, that would have been a crazy coincidence. That would have been great. We, we got to get in sync. I was uh, trying to get my Scorsese on all day, so yeah, my little like, spidey sense was off. I like the camel, though. I like the camel. I appreciate that, man. How you feeling? I'm good. How are you? Good man, happy Monday! Happy Monday! We yes, yes, same. yes. Happy, huh? This is, I'm just checking if our YouTube is there. Yeah, we I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. All right, all right. Yes, happy Monday to all. We got a we got a jam packed session today, like always. Um, just some announcements to earn your leisure that we got going on this week. We got the podcast dropping tomorrow with Daryl Freeman. You may not have heard Daryl Freeman Senior. You may have never heard <laughs> yeah. of him, but um, OG Free. He's a he's a legend in in the entrepreneur game out of Nashville, Tennessee. He uh, actually um, started a company 20 years ago uh, for $2,000 and then sold it for $23 million. Mm. He owns a couple Dollar General stores. He owns a ton of real estate. Big time stock investor. Big time. He, he bought Apple at what, 20, 20 How much? So he bought 3,000 shares, right? Yeah. <laughs> for, for all of his kids. Not, not like he just bought 3,000 shares. Long-term hold. Each Long-term. one of his kids got 3,000 shares. Long-term hold. Yeah, showed us showed us the proof and all that. Yeah, long term. We and we can't forget the fact that he owns a plane. Oh yeah, he's a pilot. Hey yo, E man, let me. You want to hear the story, bro? Yeah. This is, we, so so we, I'm gonna let everybody in. So like, he's the uh, we did the interview in Atlanta, and he lives in Nashville, and he was like, all right, I'll just fly in and do it. I'm like, okay, and then texts me mid air like he's flying the plane to come do the interview. 
Yeah, Just <laughs> like, a different level, dude. Got a few Ferraris, but um, good dude, man. Really, really solid. Said a couple Ferraris. Yeah, he does. <laughs> does that, don't let that go over. Yeah, solid gentleman. So he gave, he gave a lot of game about um how to sell a business. The whole process about selling a business. It's not just yeah. You just yeah. wake up one day and want to sell your business. You got to really you know understand what you're doing. So gave us the whole process how to sell a business, real estate plays, um, just a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of games. So yeah. that's coming out tomorrow, five o'clock. And then Wednesday, we got a big class for EYL University about how to analyze a real estate deal. So that's something that we really excited about with EYL University. We didn't really want to just get, um, you know, just big name people and just talk about fluff stuff. We want to talk about like the intricacies of it. So like, you know, how to analyze a real estate deal, like how to actually go through the numbers and actually crunch the numbers and look at the the, the analytics of the actual situation to know if, it's, if you're getting robbed or not. So if you're into, into if you're into real estate, um, definitely, definitely, you should check that out. And then Sunday, MG is back with his monthly, with his week biweekly real estate calls. Yeah. Shout out to Matt, that's the bro. Um, so yeah, we're excited. We're excited. A lot going on right now. We're earning your leisure once again. Thank you guys for your support. We greatly appreciate it. We have a lot planned for Market Mondays that we're working on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's going to be an exciting end of the year, mm-hmm. and it's going to be an exciting um, twenty twenty one. We're going. Really, you know, God willing, blow it out the water. So yeah, 2021 going to be silly. That's a fact. Ian, have- Ian, what would you like to tell the people? Um, just that I love you guys. Um, thank you for it. It's been a crazy year, but I want to thank everyone who's watching. All my family, Red Panda family, earners, trappers, like everybody um, who supported. Even when I know y'all thought I was just like picking prices out the sky. <laughs> like Boeing, 93, 97. Right. Um, I appreciate you guys seeing there was like a process to it. And um being supportive and I, I love what you guys have built and all the support you guys have given. So it's been fun uh, to be here every week. And also for you guys to see like my maturation um, in real time as well. So thank you guys so much. And I got to give a shout out to the big bro, Kenny Burns. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, up, Kenny? Yeah. He's made me a weekly contributor on um, free game uh, Mondays, which turned into like a market Mondays on V103, the hottest station in Atlanta, the hottest station in the, the South. Only station in the only station in Atlanta, the only station in the South here. And it's crazy because it was like, I was talking to Alex Good Energy, shout out to my brother Alex, um, EYL alumni. And he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I was pulling in my garage and I was listening to you on the radio in Atlanta. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just the power of networking. It's yeah. the power of doing good by people, establishing good relationships. You never know. You never know what can happen. It's like, you know, we would have never thought that we could have Dame Dash on speed dial and I'd be weekly contributor on Kenny Burns's radio show. So, you know, uh, I think being a good person and and just being solid is extremely underrated. So mm-hmm. this is a stock show. So we're going to talk about stocks and investing. But I definitely just want to give that little bit of encouragement that, um, you know, a lot of times we try to take the shortcut in life and uh, screw people over. But um, that only ends up screwing yourself over in the long haul. So yeah. be solid. Be, be a good solid. person. Keep your word. Help other people without asking for anything in return. And the universe will reward you greatly. So we said, Kenny man, does not get enough. Fan. Yeah, Kenny doesn't get enough uh, credit, too, for being a great entrepreneur as well. Like being a Rockefeller, yeah. making Atlanta uh, party scene pop. Like, Kenny's a low-key legend, for real. Yeah, that's my that's my boy. That's my boy. Legend. And the crazy part is like he's just been super solid since day one. Our relationship could have ended very quickly uh, the night we met him. But he's just <laughs> but he's just been super solid. We, we'll tell you the behind the scenes on that. Shout out. Shout out to might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. He's gonna, he gonna kill me for that. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, can we, so before we start, can I do the disclaimer? Of course. We cool with that? All right, man, so Earn Your Leisure, Market Mondays, Ian Dunlap, Rashad Bilal, Troy Millions. This is our disclaimer for you, the public. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important that you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. This is a message brought to you by the good folks of Virgin Legion. Do your homework. Do your homework. Do your homework. Hey, y'all, do your homework. <laughs> it's a very important part. Research, research. And then there'll be some great tips. I heard it tonight if you guys are looking for an edge in the market. So uh, I love you guys so much. I'm excited for the night. Nervous, but excited. Oh, no, no, no. Popcorn ready, bro. <laughs> popcorn is ready shout out to everybody on youtube if you can hit the like button greatly appreciate it three thousand quick 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 run at three thousand it's on you bro motion picture if you let me share the other one then i'll i got you let me let you on let me let you log you in on the other joint too we're gonna try something different tonight and i hope you guys enjoy it And as soon as the, uh, you let me know, you can hear the audio. I'll meet out. Uh, hold on. I'm going to reclaim the joint from you real quick. And then I'm going to okay. tag you. And I promise I won't end zone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we, 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 you good, man. We're going to do a little magic trick tonight. We always try to up the bar here. <laughs> sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You never know what could happen. All right, bro. <laughs> it's on you. You can do it. You could actually make it yourself now. Both of y'all in there. You see it? Yes, now um, all I need to do is be able to share, and then I'm good. Thank you guys on YouTube and in Zoom for being patient. I hope it is worth it. Happy you good on that one? Yes. All right. Happy belated birthday to Hove, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not by mistake. That's not coincidence. Hove is there because December 4th passed and we didn't have Market Monday. So the Billy Goat. We're going to keep talking about him until he's sitting next to us, y'all. Has to happen. And y'all going to make it happen. I'm sure y'all will. 2021. Big goal. Ready? Let's do it. Popcorn. Let me know if you can hear audio and then I'll meet up. If nothing else. Yeah, we good. lesson that we can gain from this year definitely is nothing matters more than our health time with our family and peace of mind but let's be honest during the last recession i felt lost so i'm here tonight to empathize with those of you who felt like you missed out and i felt like many of you felt at the end of the last recession but i want you to know i used that as my fuel and I promised myself that I would never get caught in another recession again and not know what to do. Because the truth is, if you look at the laws and the rules that Templeton and some of the greatest investors have followed, at the time when things are most pessimistic, those present some of our greatest opportunities. So week after week, we've done our best to give you the best information possible to get you some of the best gains. But this is my vision for all of us and my vision for you. I want us to have our freedom and I want us to collectively as a community really master this. So if you want to master this with us, 
I want you to put yes in chat because life is short and it seems like the year only gets crazier. I want us to have more peace, more love, more kindness and more empathy amongst each other. So I think we need to introduce some new rules of what a retirement will look like for us. So for me, I've been working on this this uh, book for a couple of weeks and the three cornerstones that I'm really emphasizing for all of us is one, only working on what we love, with who we love, and for a few hours a day. Second, four hours of work, four hours of family, four hours of fun, and 12 hours of peace. I'm going to be very honest. We worked too hard and sacrificed too much of our time and our lives to be tied to someone's schedule forever to then retire at 65 and then say we're going to enjoy life then or even wait till the kids go off to college and then enjoy life then and then be too old to actually enjoy it. So I want to set the framework for why this is so important because the truth is about retirement that most people don't tell you is that you can also be lonely inside of that retirement if your friends and family and those that you love are not able to do it with you. So let's pull up a, a retirement calculator and I want to see, I want to show you a couple of things that we can do if we stay focused. So let's say, let's say you're 38 years old and let's say you make 122,000, let's do, let's do $125,000 a year, right? And let's say your expenses are 35,000 got a net worth of 20 grand. Let's say you do 80% stocks, 20% bonds. And let's say we'll, we'll lower this rate and let's start small. And let's calculate if we get an average return of 8.6%, this is the age in which you could retire. Now I want to show you something very fascinating because most people spend almost all the money that they bring in, no matter how much they gross, right? So let's say if you make 125 a year and you spend 115,000 in expenses, look, look how long it's gonna take you to retire. It's gonna take you 37 years to retire. So one of the things I love to emphasize is the number of shares is very important, but your rate of savings and rate of investing it's much more important than picking the perfect stock. And I think we've done a great job of giving you guys that, right? But I want to emphasize this and let's do another example. Let's say you're 42 and let's say you make $105,000 a year. And let's say your annual expenses are, let's say 40, let's say 33,000, 80% stocks, 20% bonds. And let's say we knock up this return and what you can get. And let's say you're averaging 14% return by sticking to your plan. You can get there in six years. So, but collectively as a community, it's really important that we all do this. Cause what fun is it going to be if you can retire, but all the people that you love are still at work and you don't have time to spend with them. Okay. So this is where we have some fun and I want to ask you some questions. So let's do an accountability check-in for the year. 
because I want 2021 to be greater for you than 2020 was if it wasn't amazing for you. So my first question is, did you buy shares every month? Write yes in chat if you did or no if you didn't. Number two, what do you wish that you bought in March and April? It's one of the greatest dips in the history of the American stock market. And I don't know, some of you may have FOMO about it, but I'll give you a blueprint at the end what to do to never have FOMO again and be equipped with all the knowledge that you need. Number three, did you execute when the market was at a low? Number four, did you apply what you learned this year? I want us to stop the intellectual fapping. It's exciting to learn, but it's more important to do, right? Are you better off this year than you were last year? Number six is very key. This is the end all be all measuring stick of investing. If your strategy worked or not, what did you make? Let's not talk about theoretical gains or what could happen in the future. Let's talk about what actually was made. If you're happy with what you made, stick to the plan. If you're not satisfied or not pleased and it doesn't put you closer to your goal, let's make some adjustments. Number seven, would you make the same decisions next year as you did this year financially and what you invested in? If not, we have to make some changes. If you could have made the same results from long-term investing versus trading, which you still have traded. Because I think there's this misnomer that uh, short uh, long-term investing is boring and you can only get 7 to 12%. Um, of course, there are no guarantees. Investing has considerable risks. Uh, but during these collapses, if you go look through history, so a quick homework assignment, I need you to go look during every recession over a two-year period, what was the average return when the market went back up on the upside for individual stocks. I think you'll be elated at what some of the possibilities are. And this is the most important question. If you didn't take any action, why were you afraid? Because if we can get down to the root of it, of why you were actually afraid to take action, it would make it easier for us to help you individually and as a community. A lot of times we don't take the next step that we need to because we are afraid we are going to fail. I know, I've been there, I understand. But like I said, we come here every week to try and give you the best information that you need in order to be okay. So whether you're going for safety and indexing or whether you want aggressive growth, technology stocks, which we've been advocating for years, that's been my, my formula, um, we're here to help you. And who says you can't get big gains from long-term investing? Let's look at what Tesla's done since April. This is all long-term investing, no trades. And I, I am pro-trading, I love trading. But once we take our emotion out of what we love versus what is most practical and what has worked historically, long-term investing first and then adding a cash flow bump with short-term investing is the real blueprint. Look at Amazon since April. Look at Apple. Look at Moderna. 
right? So kudos to everybody in the stock club. I appreciate you guys. But this goes to show with proper planning and holding, look at these kind of returns. These are the kind of returns that most people hope for over a lifetime. And then if, quantity, if quantitative easing remains in place and then we finally get the vaccine or whatever catalyst that is going to help the, the virus go away in four or five years, three or four years, these companies can grow even further. And throughout this year, we've given you the complete arsenal for what you needed. So if it's your first time, you're in for a treat, I appreciate you. But let's walk to the arsenal, some of the things that we've told you to use to make you a better investor. So number one, to load the boat, the best and ideal price if you want to look for a place. To get a bunch of shares would be the 200 day moving average. It's a classic strategy, but most don't use it. People are always looking for an edge, something new, opposed to looking at what works. Use what works. Your savings rate plus the amount that you invest plus the number of shares will determine when you will be free. So put in chat. How many shares do you need to be free? We keep talking about generational wealth, but are we taking generational action collectively? That's what I want for us. So this year has been stressful as hell. But I want to make sure that we're doing our job to make it as peaceful as possible and easy as possible to understand this. So we can all do well together as a family. Number two, the 100 day moving average is a secondary entry point. So let's say it doesn't go to the 200 and we or we miss the move on the 200. We can then go to the 100. Number three, we told you the inverted yield curve predicts the recessions 100 percent of the time. So once the yield curve starts to invert, we have anywhere from 12 to 48 months to actually be in a recession. And at that point, when the yield curve inverts, you need to start looking at the companies that you like and highlight the areas where you want to buy if the market drops. Number four, two indexes and two tech. Number five, fear and greed calculation of where to buy good companies. Only with good companies. They have to be quality. They can't be low-grade, cheap companies. Number six, we told you crashes only last less than 180 days. So if we know that the market with quantitative easing normally lasts 180 days, and since 1945, the average length of a recession is really only 11 months, we have to endure 11 months, between 180 days to 11 months of pain to enjoy a lifetime of freedom. I had a conversation with an investor who invested heavily in 2007 and heavily in 2008 and then also in 2020. I asked him if he would come on the show. He said, no, he likes his privacy. I said, I understand. Um, but the gem that he did want me to share with everyone here listening tonight is that if we follow through and pass this information on to our kids and start them early, he said, because of those two pullbacks that um, he's witnessed and been a part of, He's been able to secure himself, his son, his grandchildren, and the generation after. And the crazy part is he never made more than $150,000 a year in corporate. Not one year. It's about personal sacrifice. We've given you the fundamentals that matter. So the founder, the character of the founder and the founding team, 
what's the vision for the company? Their unbreakable competitive advantage. If a company does not have an unbreakable competitive advantage, they will have a hard time being a leader. They may be a secondary or third best player in the space, but they won't be a preeminent player there. Price and model is key. They need a loyal or ravenous customer base, and then they need a catalyst for multi-decade growth. If a company can't be dominant for 20 or 30 years, you shouldn't consider it having it in your portfolio. We've also talked about how to exit and plan your exits with fib retracements. And then for generational wealth, you got to look to hold for 30 years. The blueprint is here. And the thing that I want us to focus on is eliminating the noise. There's so much misinformation and so much news that comes out every day. It almost makes you change your plan. But the best thing that you can do for yourself, your family, and then us as a community, is have a plan that you do not waver from. A lot of you have been asking, uh, is the fall of passive investing coming? I know there's some people who are beating up on it. Uh, $7 billion in outflow happened to the S&P uh, 500 Vanguard. And even in Asia, passive investing has risen from 47.6% from 15.8% in uh, about a decade. But look, mutual funds started in 1924. Index funds, rest in peace, John Bogle, started December 31st of 1975. Somewhere, and then Fang came, and that was the hottest thing ever, right? But at, at some point, there will always be a basket of companies for you to invest in. And whether you were paying attention to it or not, this entire time we've been showing you how to make your own, even with the assessment of two tech, two index. We don't need 42 companies inside your own personal portfolio. If you have two technology companies that you really believe in and then two indexes, you have exposure to all the other companies that you think that you're missing out on. Less is more, right? Type in chat. Less is more. Because a lot of times that information happens and we take things out. And I've talked to several, even some people in Stock Club, like closed out of Tesla early in April or May because of fear. And then FOMO kicks in. It's like, should I jump in now? Let's wait. We want to take calculated measurements for when we want to buy these companies. Our job is to have the best companies in the world work for us. If you're not a better executive than Bezos or Elon, there's no reason we shouldn't have our capital working in that business to benefit us. So here's your 2021 plan. I want you to review what you invested in. I want you to write what went well. You have some big gainers. If it's a quality company, keep it right. Third, I need you to write down what you wish you did differently. We all make mistakes and mistakes are okay. This is how we learn. This is how we learn. We all make mistakes. Number four, I need you to silence the outside noise. A lot of the times the people that are asking you to change your plan and say, have you considered this? And should you potentially, and I'm not telling you what to do because I'm not your advisor. But a lot of the times that isn't for your benefit. I showed you earlier an example. You guys heard us scream all year. Franklin Dynatech. QQQ, Tesla, AMD, Amazon, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Apple, and other outlets and news platforms will say, well, what about this? 
you have to think every time that you change and take a company out of your portfolio please write this down this is really important how many years of freedom are you sacrificing by taking that company out this is a zero-sum game you're either going to get more time or less time there's no in between i know with indexes we have safety but regardless of what happens, whether passive investing, and I know it became really hot. Of course, Money Master the Game and other outlets were a catalyst for that. Wealthfront, of course, was one of them as well. Betterment was another. But even if it goes away, you are equipped with everything that you need to know. Tie the some of your money to the market itself and then tie some to technology. And then if another industry becomes the preeminent leader, Go there. If this is 1980, we'll be doing be doing oil and airlines. And this is in 1970, 1980. However, and lastly, the futures market. Now, for everyone in the free program, I know you guys don't want me to talk about the futures market. I'm not going to give away our system. I know because you guys are going to kill me, right? I love you all dearly. Uh, to my Red Panda family, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Dream Team Apex, um, Final Tribe, love you guys. Um, Alpha, love you guys. Just want to give a quick breakdown of what the futures market is. The simplest answer, and then for those of you who are on the institutional side, I know this isn't the best answer, right? But for simplicity, the futures market is you are just taking an estimate of what the future price of an asset will be. It's trading like anything else. Whenever you trade a stock, you're like, hey, I'm trading Tesla today because I think Tesla's going to go up. Great. Or if you're shorting something, Nikola hurts, right? You're shorting it because you think that it's going to fall. The difference is in the money that is potentially there. And I don't want to induce anyone. So, of course, trading has considerable risks. Right? Consult with your advisor. And most people should not trade. But let me pull up a calculator for you and just show you really quick. So, like, if you have, let's say you trade any any penny stock or any stock and let's say you do 33 shares it's not a lot and then let's say you get 21 pennies of growth it's not much it's not much right but the difference is like if you trade treasury market and let's say you do like 33 shares which are called contracts and you get the equivalent of 21 pennies which would be 21 ticks you'll be looking at 21,000 $625.25 or if you did 33 shares of the S&P 500 and let's say you got 21 pennies equivalent 21 ticks to the upside you would make $8,662.50 but the biggest mistake in trading that I see is for all my traders write this down not knowing the number of selected trades you're going to take for the year before you even begin investing it's a huge mistake and number two, not having a statistical edge based on data, not emotion. Don't say, well, I know I could win. Okay, if you take 100 trades, how many have you won thus far? That's your edge. And then number three, I'm going to tell you, if you want, so if you long-term invest, the reason why I never worry about other asset classes is because if I'm investing long-term, I know if I get a select number of trades here, any other percentage that I need, will be baked into the futures market so for most people like 20 trades is ideal for most 
type yes in chat if you think you could potentially win 20 trades so like I have to say this, but the, this market and every market, but particularly the futures market punishes the impatient and rewards the disciplined investor. And this is why I stress to everyone, and especially in the sniper program, the free program, don't overtrade under any circumstances. You will always have another move. So let's walk you through an example. So if you did 33 contracts, you had 20 trades on a year with the example that I gave you in the treasury market, if you hit all of them, let's say on a $25,000 account, let's say it may take you a year to do it, but would it not be worth a year to invest and wait for the right moves collectively? You'll be at, you know, 1700% and some change return in a year. And then after that, I want you to take half of that money and invest it for the long term so you can get to your golden retirement faster. It's about peace of mind. It's about peace of mind. So um, question of the week, what has been the opportunity cost for someone investing in bonds for these last few months versus stocks and other assets? Okay, great. And this is the reason why the classic allocation of 80-20 works so well. I know the bond market took off because the Fed was buying everything to prop the market up. But now that the market is stabilizing a little bit, we see that the bond market is sliding down. Short-term investing lesson of the week that I need you to take home. And I just touched on it, but please write this down. Map out the number of trades that you're going to take for the year and do not deviate from it. Overtrading is the cancer that kills most accounts. Most people can win 10 to 15 trades. The issue is most people don't stop at 10, 15 or 20. They end up taking 140. And brokers know that if you continue to trade, you're eventually going to blow up your account. And their job is just to make sure that you get good data. It is up to you to be responsible with how you invest. Chart of the week, S&P 500, 90 year chart. There's so many people who are always talking about the market is going to crash. The data states that if we have a crash, it's going to be less than 11 months. And over time, everyone's worried about the crash, but everyone isn't worried about the rocket to the upside. 90 year historical chart. And betting against the market and waiting for a big crash is saying that the entire economy is going to erode and, and fall. So if you think that's going to happen, you have a case to short the market for a long period of time. But otherwise, you should be to the upside. And my question of the week for you as we begin to close out. Are you here to become wealthy and become truly free as a community or are you here to be entertained? If you are here to be wealthy and free so we can have our time, peace, happiness, let's stick to the plan. If you're here to be entertained, this may not be the best avenue for you, even though we try to make it entertaining, right? But if you're here to be free, I need you to be dedicated to the plan because not only are you taking care of yourself and your household, but you're inspiring the other ones around you to say, okay, I'm going to do it as well. We have to stop talking to people about investing and show them, Hey, this is what I have done. And this is what worked. And that's why I show, okay, great. You can get great returns, long-term investing, right? What I wish I knew from the very beginning was 
despite the intellectual complexities, this is one of the easiest paths to wealth. Tons of tons of data, tons of things you can read, but you have to choose to go through them. It's one of the easiest asset classes to be a part of. If you ever own a business, you know, owning a business is not easy nor predictable. And as we wrap up, I want to give you your homework for the week, which will help you. So I want you to write the 10 companies that performed the best over the last 10 years. I want you to write out what are the returns for VGT over the last 10 years, ticker VGT. What is the returns of IEF over the last 10 years? What is the 10 year return of Microsoft? Number six, I want you to make a list of 20 stocks to put on your list. I want you to make the 10 year return and write out what the 10 year return is for all of them. And then I want you to pick five that you want to hold for the next 10 years. Investing is not as hard as everyone makes it. For me, when I got caught in the last recession and I did not know what to do, that was my driving force. I'll give you guys a, a quick blueprint how to get good in any industry. It's a very short for form. If you not don't have access to men mentors. Read the top 50 books in any industry and you'll have all the knowledge that you need it's not that hard i'm going to be very honest if a lot of you read money master the game cover to cover and execute it because this is what i want us to stop doing i want us to stop saying that i don't like this the only thing should be okay did this work when i executed it that has to be our baseline but if you read the top 50 books in any industry, you have all the answers that you need. I want to tell you guys from the bottom of my heart that I love you. I hope this has helped you. You have the arsenal. You have everything you need. We're here for you every single week to give you the best information in the market. I love you. My only ask of you is that you go execute. Go love each other. Do what is right amongst each other. Let's change the world and let's start to enjoy life more because if anything else, 2020 has told us life is short. There are no guarantees. For those of us that are in our 30s or 40s, we can't wait till we're 50 to hang out with our friends and family. We need bonding and community time now. We need peace now. We need happiness now. We need love now, not later. That's it. I love you guys. That boy to freedom. That boy. Are man. you not entertained? Is that not why you are here? <laughs> oh man. Spaniard, Spaniard, Oh man, that boy Ian Dunlap, man. The music it kind of felt made me feel like I was getting a massage. <laughs> and and the, the tone of his voice made it seem like I was in therapy. It was very relaxing. Um wow, it was it was a uh it was a very uh therapeutic. I needed that. Yo, he got like, I needed that. He should probably do the intro to our album. Oh, that's free therapy right there. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like we that was that was like worth a ticket of admission type thing right there. Yeah. Dunlap. Again. Again. Wow. Is he there? Did he, did he Take leave? it back from me before I end this one. I thought he was shaking hands in the lobby. Yo, I'm good. <laughs> Kissing. Kiss, kissing the babies and kissing, signing autographs. Kissing babies. You know, like, yeah, that's a fact. Drop the mic. Sexy chocolate. 
that's that that's that coming to America, sexy chocolate. Walk no, up. the thing is, we we we've endured so much stress, um, and we talk about mental health, but we don't do enough things to engage in it. So a lot of times, like you guys know, like I'm working on on a show up until the, like the last minute. So I thought it was only right I'll give a more fire presentation, but also bring energy that was peaceful to the space as well. So I can't be like, hey, meditating. I'm on here frantic, like, yo, 233, then if it drops to 228, <laughs> 54, you can see the stochastics. It's like, okay, great. Let me let me even my energy out. And then mm-hmm. I thought visually, since you guys have been rocking, um, that it was only right to the audience. And I've been telling you guys from the beginning, like, you guys are getting a $25,000 mass class for free. So when you guys are like, well, you don't teach us how, I'm like, 100 MA, 200 MA, also one of a price channel. But homework, real homework, and kudos to you that have done it. Go watch the episodes from the very beginning and look at what we called and where, where it's at now. But there are some key lessons in there that I think will make you a better investor. So I wanted to make sure my energy was right and also bring uh, some fire to the Yo, team. I, I think that was dope, man. That was actually one of the questions we posed yesterday. Shout out to everybody that was part of the, the book club yesterday. It was, yo, why are you investing? Like, seriously, why are you investing? And some people were like, yo, I'm, I, I'm doing it for freedom or I'm doing it to get wealthy. And the simple answer is like, you're doing it to make money, yeah. right? Because then that will provide some of those things, right? It will, you will accumulate wealth when you have the money. You will accru- accumulate some of those freedoms that you have. So we got to make sure that we're doing it to, to gain income so that we can contain all those other things, man. And make sure that we're not trying to lose money. Because some people are investing and just losing money because they have no plan. And that's where yes. we, we went back to that, man. So I'm like, yo, damn, man, this is like spot on. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah. Thank you. It, I appreciate that. If all else fails, you can always do voiceovers. <laughs> yo, yeah. <laughs> we got an audio. Yo, we never put out that's that audio book. Now that I think of it, we yeah. should have Ian narrate the audio book. Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, use all my talents. I know some of you just like, you think I'm all jackets and, and stocks. I got a couple... You know, a couple of talents in my bag. So yeah, very yeah. talented, very talented man, man. You could do audio books, you can do voiceovers. Starring Liam Neeson. Gosh. That's funny. <laughs> they, they still waiting for the EYL after dark, man. They waiting for you. Oh, Alicia. <laughs> Somebody put that in chat. Like that was a good idea. Investing after dark. That's a good idea. Investing after dark. Ooh. Has considerable risk. <laughs> very true. <laughs> I don't want no trouble. No, no, I got drove. Yeah, tell <laughs> I got drove a new disclaimer. I got drove a new disclaimer for that. We'll, we'll talk about that after. Got that. No OnlyFans vibes. We get We're investing in the market. You won't see me with an OnlyFans page. Oh, man. No worries. <laughs> so, but no, I appreciate y'all. And kudos to everybody. And even those that, you know, uh, the people come on and not like the videos. Like, I appreciate you guys as well. I'll do y'all too, man. Yeah, yeah I, want, I want us to stop arguing. And then also when you, you aren't clear on your mission, and your vision, vision, that's when the argument comes about. Well, I think this is better. And it's like, you're trying to be seen instead of just having a freedom. Like, let's just get to what we need to do. And, and truth be told, like, if you think or know that your strategy is right, you don't have to market the truth. You don't have to sell the truth. It, it'll show. It'll definitely show. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Nah, For it those of you I put to sleep, my bad. No, nah, that was fire. No, nah, nah, that was dope. That was dope, man. Cause... We, we appreciate that, man. That was a great job. Great job. Thank you. Um, let's, before we get into the, the um, uh, EYL University um, calls, we want to talk about some, some, some trending topics. Yeah, 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 man. So obviously, I mean, the big news this week is that, you know, we have those two IPOs that are coming out. We finally got the dates and we got the target prices. Uh, so Airbnb is going to be uh, coming out 
uh, going public on Thursday with the target range between 50 and $60. And so there's some news around now. We're going to have some discussion about that. And DoorDash, um, which I know a lot of people are looking at, uh, their target range is 90 to 95 and they'll be going public on Wednesday. Um, so that is huge, huge, huge. And I know there's a lot of people, especially earners, man, because we, we get the messages like, yo, what do you think? What do you think? Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? Um, and so, yeah, you want, let, you want let, yeah, let's, let's I mean, go into that. I, yeah, shout out to my man, um, Kat. He, uh, he hit me the other day and he was like, yo, um, I want to buy Airbnb. The day comes out, like, what do you think? Da, 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 da. So, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of speculation. A lot of people are excited about Airbnb and DoorDash, but Airbnb, in my personal opinion, I think that Airbnb is, is um, one of these revolutionary companies like mm -hmm. Uber. Like it's, it's, uh, it's very rare that you have an opportunity to just completely change an industry that's been around for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. And um, the hotel industry, hospitality industry has been around for centuries. And um, if you really think about it, you know, in a few years, Airbnb has really changed the whole dynamic of it. So I say that to say I'm long Airbnb. I definitely think I'm going to buy some shares of Airbnb, but but I will not be buying shares the day it comes out. Um, yeah. what, I've, what I've learned from IPOs is that you kind of got to let it settle out. Uh, it's a lot of speculation when it first stopped and then a lot of people sell on the first couple days and then it drops. Um, we saw this happen with a variety of IPOs. So me personally, I think that um, Air, I believe in Airbnb. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be here for a long time. And I think that it's, it's only going to get bigger. And I think, of course, it's going to have problems. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, and anybody has problems. And they, they, they still haven't beat all their lawsuits. They still have, you know, complaints with neighbors. And there's a variety of different issues that Airbnb has. But one of the things that's really encouraging about Airbnb is that it's extremely resilient. Like we talked about Bitcoin last week, how Bitcoin was resilient. That's where I'm going. Airbnb is extremely resilient. Um, it could have went under during COVID. Yeah. A lot of people wrote Airbnb off. They thought it was over. A lot of hosts wasn't getting paid and the host was suing Airbnb. And, you know, they've had struggles with Miami and a lot of different cities. She's trying to shut them down. Trying to shut them down. Boston. Um, and they just, they they tarried through. They tarried through the turbulence. Like my vocabulary words. So I was there. like, wait, did he say tarry? <laughs> carry? <laughs> tarry, tarry with a T. They tarried, they tarry through the turbulence and they've um, come out victorious. I feel like, yeah. Mike, I feel like Mike Tyson. Um, so, you know, I, I, I am long Airbnb. I believe in Airbnb. Yeah. But I, I just, me personally, I just think you just got to give it some time. Yeah. So here's the thing about Airbnb. Here's the thing about both of them. So if we're going to look at both, we got to look at the times that they're coming out. Right. And so like they're both going to debut this week. But let's think about the pandemic in itself. And like what you said is very important. Like Airbnb went through a lot. It could have crumbled. Right. But let's look at the numbers. Let's look. It, it, it's IPO during the pandemic. Right. So obviously a lot of people, they lost a lot. Of, they lost some money, obviously, because people weren't traveling. So right now, here's the numbers on Airbnb. They have over 150 million users. They're averaging 14,000 new hosts per month. But that's 2020, 14,000 new hosts per month. The average nightly rental is $187. They're in over 100,000 cities and they have over 7 million spaces. That's 2020, right? And they're IPOing at between 60, 50 and $60, right? DoorDash, same thing. Now, the pandemic has hurt Airbnb. On the opposite end, it has helped a company like DoorDash, right? When you figure that everybody's home, everybody's ordering, here's their numbers. They have over 390,000 merchants. It's a lot. They have 18 million customers and they're about to hit 1 billion orders. Now, that's 2020 pandemic. 2021, 2022, 
can they sustain that? Especially when you have competition in that area, right? You still have Uber Eats, right? You still- well, with low margin. With low margin. So like they have competitors, whereas in the Airbnb, who's their closest competitor in that field? You see what I'm saying? So like when Probably you say- Probably Right? Yeah. When you're talking about, I, I'm long on it. I'm, I'm with you on that. Pause. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that because it's like, yo, I see, like, yo, if they can thrive and they can survive in this, when this world opens back up like it's supposed to, they're gonna make a killing. They're gonna make a killing. Dunlap, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on, on those companies? I'm gonna flip it on the audience. Uh, tell me what the debt to equity ratio is, and then tell me who, you, which company you think would be better. I don't like any business that has. Steep competition and low margins. That's a recipe for disaster. Um, the debt of Airbnb concerns me, but anyone that's looking to invest, like here's my thing. This is my final answer about IPOs. Wait at least 60 days. But if you believe in a company, like when I was in college, um, I told a story that I couldn't get you know family and friends to invest in Facebook at a time when I probably could have got in on an early angel round. Uh, but I took the blame and said I wasn't convincing enough behind it because I knew how big the company was going to be. But most IPOs are going to dip. But if you believe in a company, hold it for 10 years. Don't let anyone sway you from your conviction, even me. But I want you to consider the opportunity cost. So while you're hoping for this thing to go up, is there another company that you can tie yourself to that would be better, that would get you better returns? But I think uh, Airbnb will be okay. They'll struggle for a little bit because that, that debt, I think they owe, what, another billion? But if they can get over that hurdle, they do have a competitive advantage. And if we um, continue to shift in terms of landscape and how things are done differently this era, they could have a competitive advantage. To me, I just don't like to guess. I like my companies to be stars out of the gate. Um, so I'll wait and see about 90 days and then I'll make an assessment and then catch it on the upside if I think it's good. So. Yeah, somebody said, what about Roblox? Not this week, not this week. We'll get there, we'll get there. We'll get I know to. Roblox is coming. Oh, Xander's is- on that wave now because of Ryan, <laughs> good Lord. Please yeah, don't understand yeah, yeah. that nigga. He's been Roblox crazy last three days. Wish is coming, uh, we know that. We know a firm is coming. Um, and then there's some speculation uh, of what's coming in, in early, in 2021. I saw um, right. Stripe. Yeah, stripe, that stripe. stripe is serious. Stripe is serious. That stripe, Y'all is stripe. Yeah. that stripe is serious. That stripe, yeah, there's some speculation. And there's another one, uh, SpaceX. There's some speculation that that will be IPOing in 2021. And if you didn't see the news that, I mean, literally just, I just came across my page before we came on. They they um, they um got the deal for, uh, for uh, the, the Starlight. The Starlink, the, the, when they put the satellites into space and that's how you're going to uh, get communication. So they got approved from the SEC, like I think a $900 million deal. So like this guy, Ilion, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a different dude. Yeah, and at work, going back to what we talked about, like all the greats, Mayweather, Brady, Jordan, Jay-Z, uh, Supreme Work Ethic, like Elon's still putting in 15, 16 Just hours. Like, yes, yeah, Supreme Work Ethic, but Stripe, and Roblox, like Stripe is going, I think it could be the new PayPal and Square. I know um, I called him Ilion. Y'all got, I know it. His name is Elon. I call him Ilion. It's okay. <laughs> they buddies. <laughs> they, yo, that's that's his nickname for him. That's my guy. Ilion. That, that, that threw me for a loop. I wasn't going to say nothing. He's like, Ilion. Nah, nah. I've been calling the him The meditation that. music both got y'all woozy. <laughs> That's that was the is. kid from Miami. Remember yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's why I be talking about. The kid from Cuba. Um, when he was like 10 years old. They, they, shout out to him. Yeah. yeah. Ilion Gonzalez. He's like, yeah, adult now. He's like yeah. 30 now. Yeah, free. That was like a whole big thing in Miami. Yeah, Elon's different though, man. SpaceX, 
Tesla, obviously, we already know, but that space that's uh and please stop shorting Tesla. That snowflake <laughs> is that snowflake is heavy in the streets right now. I ain't touching it. Not yet. Snowflake. Not yet. Snowflake. Snowflake. <laughs> yeah, I'm in there. Snowflake is heavy in the street. I got, right I got some other things I'm interested in. That's what, a fact. You, you, want, you want to talk to the people? Yes, let's yes. All right. People. Let's 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 take some some calls from EYO University. First, um, guidelines. So EYO University, you guys have the privilege to ask questions. We ask that you keep um to one question. Please do not ask individual stock questions, ask um investment questions, and please uh don't ask for a scholarship. <laughs> First of all, and if you have any issues about tech or anything, please email um, the proper channels. Uh, who we got? Uh, Michael Lloyd. I haven't seen his name before. Michael Lloyd, unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, first and foremost, thank you for everything you all do. Thank you, Ian, for that sniper program. Thank you, bro. I'm very grateful for that. And thank you for EYL for setting it all up. Um, my question is, so are you guys going to also be giving out new companies at the beginning of the year? Like, like how you gave Diamond and all the ones Ian said in that video throughout the year? Are you going to be doing the same thing for next year? Yeah, we don't really have like, like we give every, every week we talk about a different company um, because the market changes. That's how I look at it. The market changes so much. So we probably have mentioned probably over 70 companies um, mm -hmm. in the last 40 some odd weeks that we've been doing market Mondays, but for me, I don't really want to just like give like 20 companies up front because like in March, it might change. Right. Yeah. So from week to week, you know, new, new situation, the world changes very quickly. Perfect. Right. Example. When we mentioned Mondera, um, am I pronouncing that correct? M Moderna. 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 When, Moderna. We, when we mentioned Moderna, Moderna on, um, on the podcast, that was in March, mm -hmm. right? There's no way that we could have, we could have mentioned that in January because we didn't know the coronavirus was going to hit. The reason why we mentioned it on the podcast in March is that I was doing some research and I'm like, okay, what pharmaceutical drugs are, are in the lead for this thing? Mm -hmm. I had never heard of the company before. I just researched it. At that time, it was already up 50%. That's another thing too. Sometimes people think like if it's already up, it's too late. It was up 50%. We mentioned it. We said, um, this is a company that's working on a drug for Corona. You can, you can research it. It's, it's documented. We mm -hmm. said it. And um, we said, you know, of course, do your research. But just if you're looking to make money during this crisis, this is, might be a company that you want to invest in. Yeah. Since that, it went up like 179% or something like that. Yeah. Since, since we mentioned it. Yeah. Same, in the same conversation, like from that standpoint, I was working in school. I'm like, yo, they about to shut down the country. Yo, people going to have to work from home. You should probably look at Zoom. Zoom. You yeah. should probably look into Zoom. Like we literally said this in March before anything was right. shut down. Like if, if we're headed that route. Yo, Zoom is going to be something. And what is 389, 387% this year, year to date? Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you guys just listen and, and then do your research, execute, buy a couple and hold them, you'll be good. I mean, because of course, so what I want you guys to do, I want you to go Google John Templeton's story about what he did in um, during the crash for his era. Okay. That was one of my great inspirations. We may not get prices that low ever again, but like these one we may have maybe two more big recessions in my lifetime that we can capitalize on. But um, when we hit extreme bottoms like that, and with this caveat, as long as the Fed comes in with quantitative easing, it's going to be a good time to buy. If the Fed ever says that we're not going to put any money into the market to prop it up, don't touch it. That yeah. means they're going to let the world go to hell in a handbasket. But will we um, give companies? Yes, uh, we've done it every week. The thing, my, my question would be, will everyone else execute? Mm, yeah. Right. 
And yeah. even even when we talked about another example of that is Boeing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Boeing wasn't on a t- Boeing's a company that I personally invested in myself. I wasn't thinking about it. I told you Boeing. not to get out of it. Mm, we good. You make a lot of stuff. You good. Yeah, um, Boeing, you know, I wasn't thinking about investing in Boeing in January or February, but uh, when I saw it, but I know, I know in my heart that Boeing is a $400 company. So when it, when it reached um, below a hundred dollars for the first time in like five years, um, you know, that's something that you don't plan for that to happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We didn't yeah. know a global, a global pandemic was going to happen and that airlines is going to shut down 94% of their flights and all of these airlines is just going to just tank. We, who who would have expected that? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We couldn't have, we couldn't have told you to buy Boeing in January, but if you did buy Boeing, you're up over hundred nope. percent. But, but here's the point I will make and everyone write this down. If we have a crash tomorrow, the top 20 on your list map out where you should get in. Cause I don't want people to be like, well, I didn't know the crash was coming. It's like, for me personally, I knew if the Dow ever went 50% down in value from the five year month and it stayed below, we were in trouble that same correlation i went through 300 companies and marked up where i wanted to get in so i know y'all think i'd be pulling numbers out of the air but it's a lot of research that goes into that um so the homework i would give you is mark off the 20 that you like a lot and if the world falls apart again where would you get in because if you do the research while everything is calm it's a lot smooth it's really hard to plan what you would do and the fire is already in your house but if you do the drills beforehand it's a lot easier so same thing here just map up those prices beforehand. Mm-hmm. So once again, back to the accountability. We, I can give you every tool known to man, but will you do the work? And I know a lot of you have, but just be prepared um, just in case and it'll make your job a lot easier. And I, I guess, Michael, I'll end it with like saying that, yes, uh, we, we we are creating our list. Well, yeah, we got our list. We, we've created for 2021. But we never stop. We're not, we never like, stop. We always create. Even it. like personally, like, you know, we always look at new stocks every single day. It's like, which what's going on? Like not to say that every stock is good, but it's a sport. That's what I want to say too. This is, yes. I'm, glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that. Appreciate up. you, bro. Investing is a sport. Like, you know, if you play ball, you can't just say, I, I'm a, I'm gonna go to training camp and then that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a day to day, every single day you got to practice. Like you can't just take five weeks off because you prepared during the summer. That would be the equivalent of like if LeBron trained during the summer and then that was it. Yeah. Like you still got to train, you got to practice every single day. So the world changes so so much. You got to stay up to date every single day. You got to research. You yeah, gotta and that's watch. part of the cost of freedom. I know yeah. some of you guys don't want to hear that. Like even me, I went to sleep at 4.30 preparing for the show. Got up right back at 7.30. Got on a dream team call. Finished editing here. As soon as we get off here, stock club call research right after yeah that, that's what it is yo i did it for the first time yesterday i literally gave everybody that was with us yesterday afternoon right because you know i appreciate anybody that spends a sunday afternoon with us at three i gave them every publication that i read every publication i said yo here it is here's the list and then another another thing another, take it and read it another thing that we talked about before but just to kind of like give you like some perspective of you don't necessarily the whole point of this show is so you don't need us Mm-hmm. A good teacher does mm-hmm. not want to keep his students dependent on him. If it was up to me, we would have wrapped up in August. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's like, we talked about the ETF play, right? So like you take a strong ETF, like everybody knows SMH is one of my favorite ETFs, right? I'm heavily invested in SMH. So like, if you look at SMH, right? And you break that down, you see that Taiwan semiconductors in there, NVIDIA is in there, um, AMD is in there, QQAM is in there. 
uh, Texas Instruments is in there, right? So now that, that gives you seven, eight stocks to research, right? You know the ETF has done well for an extremely long period of time. You probably heard of some of those companies, right? So do you necessarily need somebody to give you those companies to research? Google, probably yeah. Not. Probably Google, not. How, mu how much is VGT up for this year? I want you guys to Google that. So anyone that we name, like you just have to write them down. And most of the homework has been done at that point. Big fact. And even with the stock club thing, so for those of you who launched that the too expensive campaign, if you go back and actually watch the episode, I literally <laughs> missed it. Every stock. Every stock. Multiple weeks. Just to see if you will buy. <laughs> Didn't buy. Same with the Amazon, thing, Shopify. And I, I don't want to, but if even if you compare the tech list that, that was in stock club, just arguably one of the best lists in the country. Like it and if you look at it and compare the numbers, in some cases, it's better than some of the arrangements of things that like Kathy and Bill put together. But like I said, we like in a video, we put together the formulation. Even if index funds go away, passive investing falls apart, robo investing falls apart. Anything else that you miss, tied to a market. So even if you want to invest in the Nikkei 225, because you think Japan is going to be the next leader in the next 15 years. Nikkei 225 pair with tech or whatever other industry you want to be a part of that's leading the market and let the money roll. A lot of the conversation is going to cost you. That's why I ask you, like, even in doing all this research, I don't want us to be so intellectually smart and then we're actually piss poor in terms of how much they were making. You look yeah. at Tesla, everybody believes in Tesla. And I'm like, did you get the shares? You would have been up four or 500%. I want to say something real quick, if I can. Somebody said most ETFs are at 52 week highs. Most investments are at 52 weeks highs because the market is at 52 week high mm -hmm. at an all time high. This you is afraid this, to invest when the market is at a low and then be afraid also when the market is at a high. Yeah. So, so, so you can wait. <laughs> nah, nah, Can't you, time it, man. Nah, but you can wait if you want to wait. But just keep in mind that if you're looking, for, if an investment is down right now, of course, there's always going to be an exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. It's probably not a good investment. If we in a, if we in a situation where everything is rallying strong since since springtime, mm -hmm. everything that's like good solid company has rallied very strong. There might have been pullbacks here and there, but everything is is pretty much inflated at this point in time. So it might not be a good time to invest right now. This is critical. Yeah. This is why you have to have think critically, right? Yeah. We're not telling you to invest. You got it. You got it. You got to take, take it into consideration. If you want to do dollar cost averaging, that's a way to put money into the market every single month. So you're buying high, you're buying low. And then over the course of time, you'll average it out. We talked about that numerous times, mm -hmm. but if you just want to put a lump sum into the market, um, yeah, over the course of time, it'll still yeah, probably come up no matter what. Yeah. But if you want to wait for a pullback, then you can, you can wait for a pullback to happen, but don't, just don't be discouraged because something's at an all-time high. Yeah. It's still a good market call. always goes on sale. Yeah. Yeah. The market always goes on sale. That's a fact. And that's why I said you gotta do your when you do the research, man, and, and, and you could attest to this because I've hit you up plenty of times and, and, and shoddy and trap, they all can tell. When you do the homework, man, it takes you down such a rabbit hole that you start mm -hmm. finding other things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the reason why, like when we saw I saw a TMO, I'm like, yo, wait, they mm -hmm. got the vaccine, but they got Oh wait, let me look at this. When I hit yeah. Ian, he was like, "Yo, where you find this?" Right. Yes. The same reason when when he when we saw XLY and it was like, "Wait, there's an I buy." That oh, I buy. I mean, we gave out some. There's pro shares yeah. too. Oh, hold, then you start finding so many other things when you dive into the homework. You go down the rabbit hole of just information and just it just opens up to you. And what's most important is like, yeah, we could say it, but when you do the homework, you'll understand why we said it.
And once you get the why, it's and, over. And, and, and timing is important. That's why Ian has a stock club. And that's why, because it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you want to just put $100,000 in Apple and wait, you're going to make money. That's going to happen. But yeah, if you want to be a little bit more strategic, but that's why also we talk about technical analysis, yeah. 100-day moving averages, 200-day moving averages, yep. things of that nature, knowing when to, you know, to, to look at the inverted You got slept on that price channel too. I'm going to be yeah. real. All of these things that yeah. are here for you, um, yeah, just got to take advantage of it. That's all. That's all. Uh, let's go. Terrence Ro- Terry Ross. I'm sorry. I almost said Terrence Ross. That's a basketball player. Terry Ross, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Good evening. What's up? Hey, thank you guys for all that you do. Thank you, brother. I, uh, How are you? Doing well, thanks. I have uh, had several jobs where I've left uh, 403Bs and 401Ks, and I've heard this question before about you can roll them over into an IRA, but I always missed the part. I thought I heard something about you can do a self-directed without the taxes. Yeah, self-directed IRA. Um, thank you. Good question. So an IRA, an individual retirement account, is very popular. When you leave a job, people roll over their old retirement accounts to IRAs to have greater control, to have more investments, to a variety of different reasons why you would ro- roll over to an IRA. Um, but you have what's called a traditional IRA, which mostly allows you to invest in like stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, index funds, stuff like that. And then you have a self-directed IRA, which allows you to invest in a variety of different things. You can invest in cryptocurrency, you can invest in gold, precious metals. And one of the things, probably the most popular thing that people use um, self-directed IRAs for is to uh, invest in real estate. And and any IRA, you don't pay taxes on until you take the money out and put it in your bank account. So it's, as long as it's in the IRA, the IRA is just a vehicle. We talked about that in the book club yesterday. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people confuse IRA <laughs> as like an actual investment, but you can have an IRA annuity. You can have an IRA stocks. You can have IRA in a savings account and you can have IRA in a home by way of a, um, an IRA. So a self-directed IRA. So yeah, that's how it works. You roll it over in, in a quick, um, view of it is that you roll it over into the self-directed IRA for the custodial account and um, a custodian has it and then um, you purchase a house. As long as you um, keep the money inside of the the self-directed IRA, you don't pay taxes on it. Um, And then when you sell a house, you can put the money back into the self-directed IRA, like in the money market, and then you can buy a new home. So there's restrictions and there's different things. We actually have a class on EYL University about self-directed IRAs. So you're a member, you might want to check that out. It's like, it gives like a 40 minute explanation because there are like different things that you need to be aware of. There's like prohibited people that you're not allowed to buy a house from, or you're not allowed to um, sell a house to. If you're sitting in self-directed IRA, you have to be careful about rent, like what you do with the rent, things of that nature. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to watch that class, but, uh, self-directed IRA in a nutshell is a way to buy real estate tax-free using your retirement account. Hey, Terry, I'm, I'm going to encourage you to do one other thing on December 19th. Uh, my brother is going to be giving a financial, uh, planning class. So make sure that you attend that. Those are always incredible. I sit there and I write notes myself. Um, so like I call, I told him, I called him yesterday. I was, I felt proud that I, I had knew what annuities were and I was, cause I had been listening to him so much and he was like, yeah, you got it. And I was like, all right, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank so, you. And thank you for that real estate advice and listening to you guys. I've been putting a nice stack into a 403B and I said, well, let me see what my 403B is doing with the money because they guarantee you 4% back and found out they're putting it in Vanguard and getting about 8% average back. You're a teacher? Yes. <laughs> Shout out to our educators. What do yeah. you teach at? Memphis. 
Oh, shout out to Memphis. Shout out to Tennessee. Memphis, we, got, we got a lot of love in Tennessee. Shout out to Memphis, we, Tennessee. We'll be in Cashville when this thing open up. Come check us. Slim and Huskies. What up? Those are our bros. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it. And there's also a rough, there's also a rough self-directed IRA as well. I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, let's let's go to let's go to Lynette. Lynette O'Neill, unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Oh, Lynette. Oh, she's there. Oh, hi guys. I'm sorry. Hey, how are you? You good? You good? You good? You good, Lynette? Hi. I did. Did I um raise my hand? Oh, was an accident. You did. You all so good. So good. You want to nice fur you have on though? Huh? I, I said, that's a nice fur you have on. You stylish. Oh, I thank you. Do <laughs> you have a question you want to squeeze in? No, I don't. Oh, I don't. Lynette, it's I, all love. It's I all love. Say, I, I appreciate all of you guys for everything that you do. Appreciate, appreciate you. you. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone yeah. listening, I pick one indicator to master. Pick the, the vehicles that you're going to be in and stick to your plan. Don't Whether you dollar cost average or you wait for a place to load the boat. Just stick to your plan. You're good. Renee, what's going on? I'm you just, you've been unmuted. Oh, you didn't even wait. You just went on. I, I forgot, Renee. Down. I forgot the rules. I forgot the rules. I don't got to unmute you. You, you, know, you know how this goes. <laughs> what's so, up? Um, so my question is actually for Ian tonight. Ian, I so appreciate everything that you've done. Um, this sniper program is killer. Um, I am learning how to manage my emotions. And, and that's a part of my question today. So um, I'm, I'm filling up my stock journal, kind of just trying to track everything that I'm doing day by day, learning mm -hmm. Ninja Trader and just studying, studying every day. Um, I'm finding that I'm having a little bit of trouble getting my money off the table in the right amount of time. And um, I'll give you a real life example. This one hurt, hurt so bad. NASDAQ. Uh, it NASDAQ, listen, I'm loving it. It is making me feel like I'm on a roller coaster and I love every minute of it. I actually, <laughs> um, so here's the example. Last week, um, I, I got in at the right spot. Um, mm -hmm. I want to say that it was Monday or two. Uh, it was Monday because we don't trade on Tuesday. Yep. So it was Monday and I got in right on, um, it, it was on the, the nope, app. Don't say it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I got it. it at the right spot. Okay? okay. And I just waited and I let it go and I let it go. But then it took a turn and I was like, okay, I'm going to be patient because, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's about being patient. However, it kept on going down. Mm -hmm. And and I started to to kind of panic and I'm going, well, now what do I do? When when is the right time? And I kind of learned a little bit today. Um, I, I picked up again today, lost a little bit, but I, I I did my last, sorry, three trades, not mm -hmm. two, but three, but I won the last three and I made my money back. I know it's like not what you're supposed to do at all. I got emotional, but I, I kind of want to figure out the right way to do this. So I'm not getting emotional. Like you said, we know when we're taking the money off the table, yep. um, but this NASDAQ is, it's an, it's a curve. Yeah. So the thing you're basically asking how to handle emotions in a trade. Yeah, I, I, it, I think so. Yeah. So I could take the money off the table. at the it's, right time. it's a day by day fight. So the thing. So I'll ask you this. If um, your life was on the line and I was a doctor and you have to have a heart operation, but I only had. Four surgeries under my belt. Or 14 and I rushed and did three yesterday. Would you let me do your heart operation? <laughs> That's a no. Do it. <laughs> no. So the thing is. 
with everyone that's trading. So that's why even with the music and all that, that helps. So I know a lot of people feel like the more trades you take, the better that you're going to get. What's going to end up happening happening is that you're going to form bad habits and they're very hard to break. So stick with the number of trades as much as you may hate to hear me say it, because if you can control the number of trades that you take, you can control how often you will lose and how often you won't. And also that risk to reward is going to help you a hell of a lot. But anybody that's over trading, that's deviating from the plan, don't. Like uh, my, my guy Pierre brought it up today, like you have to marry your plan. Anytime I hear anybody deviate, even for those of you like, hey, I started trading 20 minutes early. You were 20 minutes wrong. It's going to cost you. So like breathe. I know it's exciting. I know it's a roller coaster, but I don't want us to be on this emotional roller coaster. I want us to be able to go into the, the market like snipers, mark our spot, collectively get in, get our profit, get out so we don't end up in, in danger. So I would take one a day. And then also, if you need to, take some time off, meditate and come back and be um, a lot more peaceful. Because if we're worked up, it does not work well for us in the market. So appreciate you. Appreciate, appreciate you. you always. Let me, let, always. Me ask, let me ask you two a question. Um, Cause I was telling like, there's a lot of people out there that do um, stocks. Obviously a lot of people talk about options. A lot of options have become very popular these days and uh, you can make a lot of money in options, but nobody really talks about futures. And um, if you understand futures, you can make just as much or maybe even more than you can on options. And um, I've been encouraging Ian to really um, talk more about futures on Market Mondays. It's complicated, but maybe like if we just break it down step by step. Over yeah, the I think it's less com complicated than options. I just don't want to induce people to go trading first because I know in 20 years, and this is me loving trading, the majority of the audience is going to make more. I haven't met one person, like, and I would have loved to ask the guy that you interviewed, would he have rather traded Apple for four or five years or continue to hold him from when he got it? Hmm. Hey, like you guys saw what he had. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, but if you can put them, put them together, it's amazing. But I think we can. Um, so yeah, my plan was just to make sure everyone was long-term investors first, like we talked about on episode 70 in the end. But so I say that to say, you, if you're interested in learning a little bit about futures, type in yes in the, in the chat. If you're not interested, then I'm proud to put my vote in there. We, we won't. We'll never have this conversation. Again. Yeah, and then we'll bring it up. And this isn't to elicit you to buy anything or join anything because most people don't have the discipline to, to do this shit. So I'm gonna let you <laughs> your dad just find you. Your pops just find you, Ian. He I'll send it. <laughs> let me go to uh but if you actually, go lock in on your discipline, man. Really quick, I'm just gonna do our earnings because there's uh two earnings um uh, that are on my list. Uh so we got uh, when, oh, Wednesday, we got Adobe, a company, obviously, that we spoke about. Um, and we have Thursday, we have Costco. And um, tomorrow, we got a big day for anybody that is invested in Salesforce, uh, CRM. They have their oh, investment. <laughs> you don't say. Um, we, they have their investor day tomorrow. And uh, on Wednesday, uh, Starbucks also has their investor day on Wednesday. So I will be tuned in to, to Salesforce investor day. I'll be watching that. And hopefully some of our earners will be there too um, because Salesforce is what, indeed what, that. It is what, a force. What, what is investor day? They're going to talk about uh, their, what they're going to be looking into next year. I'm sure they'll be talking about the acquisition of Slack. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of questions about that and what their plans are to do with Slack. You want to talk about that? Slack acquisition? 
You want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I said it yesterday, man. Slack was a company that I kind of invested in. What's Slack? What is Slack? It is, it's a part of a, a work economy, a communications type system. Is uh, I, I guess it would be the, the equivalent like, to business. Yeah, it would, be, it would be like, like teams. what Teams, Microsoft Teams. Yeah. And so it was kind of like a rival. Um, and so I, and I spoke about this, man, not investing with hope. And in June, I invested with hope because I was like, yo, this is going to be a rival for Microsoft. People are going to be home. I'm like, all right, this is going to be it. And obviously I know now, you know, leave hope at the door and don't ever invest with hope. Um, and so I left the investment and, you know, six months later, here comes um, a cloud service that is saying, look, we want to rival what Microsoft is doing. Mm -hmm. And they bought uh, Slack for $27 billion. And so people have been watching that like, wait, how come Salesforce is tumbling and why is, right? <laughs> That's the part of the homework though. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 we could give it to you, but that I, I would encourage you to do the research on it. So. Uh, I'm sure a lot of questions about that will be will come up in Investor Day, and so I'll be tuned in. If anybody needs the link, we'll, we'll put the link in the Facebook group and all that. What is the ten year return of Salesforce? I want you guys to Google that and put it in chat. Ian, where, where would you rank the CEO? Where would you rank him? <laughs> if you guys know my face, you know my face. Yeah, he's kind oh of. I mean, people have they're very opinionated about him. Yeah, so. yeah. Salesforce. Yeah, know? yeah. I was, another one. So, like, I know Trap is big on that, figuring out who the CEO is and understanding how they uh, make investments. And Mark's and, very good. Yeah, look at their last acquisitions. Um, and I know people. A lot of people are like, "Yo, twenty-seven billion dollars is a lot of money," and of course it is. But if you look at the acquisitions, some of the biggest tech acquisitions over the past decade. I mean, it kind of falls right in line, right? Yeah. If you if you if you look, I mean, it's a major player for sure. But if you even look at like what what Facebook did with Instagram, like they paid one billion dollars. That was probably the steal of the century. Absolutely. Even when when Google acquired YouTube, I mean, these things all fall in line with what uh, Salesforce has just done. I mean, and, and is it expensive if you can get a multiple of five or thirteen x over a seven or eight year period? I mean, there's some assets in, you know, in there that could make them a dominant force. A force. <laughs> no oh, pun intended. Yeah. So <laughs> long. I think everyone reacts to the news and is like, okay, great. They're quiet slack. I want them to go up 22% in a week. It may take a while. And yeah. It may take a year once they roll out the plan, but once they get the integration down. Yeah. I think that, I think the complete integration, I, I think they're anticipating it for 2022. If I didn't, if I'm not mistaken, I think 2022. So it, it has some time, obviously, and that's why watching Investor Day and, and seeing what's coming is very important. If uh, Salesforce is something that you want to invest in, mm -hmm. all right, make sure you do that. All right, let's go to Latoya, uh, Latoya Page. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hey, peace. What's going on? How are you? How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I literally went up like 130 percent on one of my stocks um and i've been just just started investing Ooh, talk that talk um, can we get some can amazing. we get some fire emojis for her please that's amazing <laughs> we ain't letting no, that go over our head so that's just encouragement for anyone that's just watching just um just just do it i literally took a little little by little but my biggest question i just um started options um like last week well two weeks ago so sorry if it sounds like a stupid question um, but with if you're if you expire if you expire out of the money when you buy um, a call, 
do you still have to pay that premium? If you expire out of the money. Like, no, uh, I'm sorry. I'm answer. Right. Yes, I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. So pretty much one one of the um, options I bought, um, I succeeded in. And then the next week, I, like last week was horrible. Um, two call options, they expired out of the money. With, can, can, I don't. You mind saying exactly what you did? Like what? What's, cause it could be a, it could be a teachable moment if you don't. Yeah, of course. All right. Um. Well. Well. Do you want me to say the stock or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say the stock. Oh, the, the, yeah, everything. and it's a short term, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like yeah, short term. Yeah. It, both in both instances, they they were short term. Uh, with Square, I I I succeeded two weeks ago. Um, I made like five hundred dollars. Um, and I had it for a week. Um, but last week I invested, I believe, in um Neo. Um, mm-hmm. but I expired out of the money. But I still have the cash in Robinhood just in case. I didn't know if they were going to take that um premium out or are they going to penalize me for the premium because it's my first time what was the strike price oh man i'm sorry i don't have it in front of me but uh um and neo, neo dropped so yeah, yeah it, I mean, dropped, it, it was like i'm sorry it was yeah it was up in the 50s and, and so no, i'm trying to see what strike price she got it at oh, okay because she said it's, it's over yeah i mean you lost the money yeah it's, it's but, over Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I'm I'm literally I'm a little flustered because I'm a little nervous. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I, I want to say from a, from a trading perspective, if you guys are going to trade anything short term, any asset, any real estate futures, anything, you have to have an irresistible edge over all your competition. Um, yeah, yeah. If you do not have an edge, don't do anything. And that's a part of the reason why I don't come on here and talk about futures, even on swing trading, because you usually have like a 21 to 25 day, 30 day cycle is not enough for most people. Um, mm-hmm. Intraday trading or short term investing, you have to be really good, really patient. Um, things work out better the longer that you end up holding them. So please keep that. Please I lost I lost on one option um, mm-hmm. so far in life. It was a um, DraftKings option. It was a short term play. Mm-hmm. I think I put twenty five hundred dollars in and um when the time came, it was far short of that, and uh, dwindled. I think, yeah, it just like I think I it went down to like fifty dollars, something like that. And yeah. I tried, it was like a couple hundred. I tried to sell it. Yeah, it was like fifty. It was like fifty dollars. Yeah, no, you're done. No, it's done. That's what. That's, that's why I was just trying to figure out exactly what you what you were referring to. But yeah. if you if if the strike didn't strike, um, yeah. you're done. So I don't have to pay that that premium or anything i'm not penalized or anything right no no nah, i mean you're, you're you don't have any money the money's gone good okay yeah. okay you answered the question yeah because they don't you. even if it was a <laughs> yeah no nah, if it was a stock it'd be different i would ask like yo they, did they let did you use your margin to invest and then that would be no different. sir yeah well they i don't think you're even allowed to it's just well on td ameritrade you can't yeah, definitely you nah. can't trade with your margin account for yeah. your options. So yeah, that money's gone, but it's a learning lesson. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, and I see a lot of people saying like, never invest short term. And, and Neo is one of those, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> but now you got, you got it. It's a lesson. It ain't, it's, it's, it's a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> All the lessons are blessings and much blessings to you, Kings. Thank you for, um, for everything you guys. Well, Toya, that wasn't bad. Why are you saying he was nervous? That was great. Thank you for sharing. Cause you can help somebody. <laughs> Thank you. 
You just saved somebody. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and the, for those of you that do short-term invest, especially if you're doing uh, any assets that move faster like futures, it will make you a better long-term investor because then you have more practice in getting in and timing the market a little bit better. So use those experiences and translate them to long-term investing. I promise you, like, I know you guys feel like the money isn't in long-term investing, but the longer you hold any investment, uh, whether it's a business, real estate, invest anything, like it's going to pay off the longer you have it in your possession. Mike, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Mike is crazy. (laughs) Nah, uh, Latoya, if you still listen, man, if you're looking in the chat, there's a bunch of people, especially on YouTube, like, yo, that just saved me. Like, you never know, man, what can inspire somebody to change their mindset. Like like I said, like, we we make no secret of the mistakes we make because we live by that guy's code in the back of us, right? We did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. Um, So thank you for sharing. That boy, that boy, Kevin Samuels. Everybody type in chat long term first. But but I'm glad. Thank you for sharing. And then also getting that lesson. Because one of the things that uh, ends up, you know, pushing us over the edge is like those losses. And I, I, what I don't want to happen is your spirit for investing to get broken and you correlate those short term losses. And it's going to be the same on the long term side. Um, and but for any of you that plan on trading, like you have to get good. It is a profession. Yeah. Uh, you, you need a considerable edge. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you, you battling sharks on a daily basis. You'll be going against the best people in the world. Yeah. Want. And you're a goldfish. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You, you are literally a goldfish out there. You, you Nemo out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you battling sharks. It's like you have, if, what's your advantage over them? What you got? I have them. Stay away. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody put Nemo in the chat. <laughs> I really love the earners. Yo, I love y'all. Can we get the fish emoji, please? Oh, <laughs> Yo, Stanley, what's going on, bro? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. They put the fish emojis up. <laughs> what's going on? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you perfectly. Yeah, you. How are okay. You? Hey, man. Thank- hey, salute to y'all. I've been trying to get on for a minute, but salute. So um, I have a, a 401k rollover question. Um, basically I got laid off during the pandemic. So I rolled over my 401k, um, to my, um, to my RA. So I really want to know what should that structure look like? You know, um, ETFs, mutual funds, stocks. I know it depends on me, but any advice on, you know, any percentages of, you know, what? Wait, wait, where is it invested now? So I took it out of my. It was it was it was invested with my job. Now it's in a roll over IRA. With but like, do you know like what? It's in the IRA, but like, do you know what it's you're in invested? City. in? It's like in no, a money no, no, market, like in, like in a money market yeah, account. Yeah. How how old Absolutely. are you? How old are you? Um, I'm 33. Okay. Um, are you experienced with investing, or are you just learning about investing? Um, man, I start I started investing like last year. Like my account right now, um, I'm doing pretty well in my individual account. You know. Um, yeah, I, I have some good ones in there. Um, I watch the show, you know, I take notes on them. I do a little research, so, um, you know. All right, the reason why I asked you was, you know, to see how aggressive you wanted to be with it as far as like hand, managing it yourself. So I'm gonna give you a couple of different answers. If you just want the autopilot, then just pick um, an ETF, pick an index fund, pick both. Pick an index fund okay. and an ETF and um, just ride it out with that. Ian's yep. philosophy, two tech companies, two, um, index funds how's returns doing it 
That's not a bad strategy either. Some people, um, especially like whichever retirement account, you probably don't want to be like, you know, too hands-on making trades, stuff like that. You can, if you want, but I wouldn't recommend any more than 25% of that. So just for like a round even number, if you have a hundred thousand dollars you and you put it in the IRA, um, you might want to put, let's say 25% in, in an ETF, 25% in an index fund, uh, 25% in another index fund. And then now 25%, you can actually manage yourself and like, you know, do individual okay. stocks buy Tesla, buy Apple, things of that nature. So the easiest route to go is just index ETF. Cause it's a long-term okay. play. You're not really going to touch it for a long time. God willing, you just wanted to let it rock. And your, um, your other not what we call non-qualified money, the money that's not in your retirement account, you can be like more hands-on and, and, you know, um, more aggressive would take more risk with and do different things of that nature. That would be my suggestion, but I guess it really just comes down to your risk tolerance, but those are a few different paths that you can take, but you need to get it invested though. You don't want it. You, you can't just let it sit in the money market forever. Um, you definitely want to put it in the stock market at some point. Yeah, you're going to have but, negative returns on that. VGT is a okay. great one though. Well, a good ETF. Um, okay. Okay. Tech base gives you some edge, good returns. Okay. And one more question. The market is at an all-time high right now, and I'm knowing that. So my thing was, I was like kind of waiting for a drawback to actually invest that money. Uh, you think that's cool or just no, just put it to work? I mean, yeah, it's a lump sum. It's a lump sum. So over the course of time, it's, 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 a, it's a retirement account. So, you know, it'll still go up over the course of 20, 10, 15 years. But I mean, yeah, we, we all expect at some point there's going to be a pullback, right? At some point, we're just not sure. And we're just not, so the, the, the scary thing about waiting for a pullback is that sometimes it never comes as far as like what you're waiting for. I remember I was talking mm -hmm. to a client years ago in like 2016, and he was telling me like, I don't want to put a lump sum of money into the market right now because it's going to pull back heavy, like a heavy, heavy pullback. The type of pullback that happened in March, he was waiting for four years. Mm-hmm. For that heavy, steep pullback, we had small. We didn't really have that deep pullback until March of 2020. Um, so it's very it is very difficult. But what you can also do, I, we never spoke about this before, but this is another strategy for lump sum. You can dollar cost average on a lump sum amount. What I mean by that, let's say you have a hundred thousand dollars, right? It doesn't have right. to be all or nothing. You don't have to put a hundred thousand dollars in at one time. You could put ten thousand dollars in every single month for 10 months. So now you dollar cost average on, on a larger amount. That's the strategy also. It's the same principle of dollar cost averaging every single month out of your paycheck with your 401k, but now you dollar cost averaging um, out of a larger amount. That's something that sophisticated investors do as well. And we, we never really spoke about that option, but that's something that you can do as well. If you, if you feel a little uncomfortable, but you feel like you want to get in, but you feel like it's going to pull back, put $10,000 in. Like I'm just saying, just if you have 100000 put $10,000 in every single month for 10 months. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Hey, man, appreciate y'all. Shout out to y'all. Y'all moving the culture forward. Like, man, about 400 I appreciate years. You, family. You feel me? I Thank y'all so much. Appreciate, appreciate that, you, Stanley. And I ain't even charge a consultation fee. That <laughs> what's the yeah? You couldn't even book me right now. Bro. You couldn't even book me right now. Hey, yo, earners, man. I, I know, I know, guidelines. I know, but Stanley said he's been trying to reach to us so long, so we let him rock with two. Y'all forgive us. GT. GTI. <laughs> They, they, I, I see those Salesforce numbers came back in, Ian. They 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 found the number. Yeah, they found pretty the solid company. Yeah, Man, and that's what we talked about earlier. Like a good company is going to be good for, even if you feel like you missed out, a good company is going to be should be good for at least half a decade. I don't want you know a company that's good for a year and then then they fall apart. So.
All right, let's let's, let's, let's get one more one more question. Let's go to Raheem. Raheem Jenkins, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Oh, snap. <laughs> what's going on, man? Yeah. <laughs> what's good? Oh, man, I was just, oh, man. Oh, I'm ecstatic right now. Hey, how y'all doing? Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate are, it. Love. Are, are, are you from Brooklyn? Nah, you guess again, guess again. <laughs> are, you from, are you from the Bronx? Nine, nine from New York. Damn. Are you from, from Jersey? Nah, you from Camden. You from Jersey? <laughs> Yeah, from New Jersey and Philly. Okay. That's Camden. That's close. Tri-state, tri-state area. Tri-state I'm from, area. from up. <laughs> yeah, definitely tri-state. Definitely what, tri-state. What, what part of Jersey? Uh, you catch me up. Uh, Union near uh, Elizabeth, Irvington oh. area. Okay, Irvington. All right. Yeah, okay. Shout out to Irvington. Yeah. Shout out to East Orange, South I, Orange. I spent a lot of summers in Vineland, Jersey. You got a very hip-hop name. <laughs> Raheem Jenkins. I knew you had some, some East Coast flavor to yeah, it. Definitely. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely Shout out to man. Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. Now I'm in Philly right now, so there's you no, know, it's a little real, real, real dangerous out here. But yo, shout out. I'm, I'm, I'm on here with you, but excuse me, what you got? I mean, I'm just ecstatic right now. Y'all understand? I just been talking to y'all with my uh, girlfriend. Like, damn, these guys really talk some talk right now, man. <laughs> but, uh, shout out to you. Yeah, let me stop. Let me stop talking. Uh, I just had a quick catch, quick question for uh, Ian. I think I just put in a question answer. Or for both, or anybody. I know he's talking about the stand, standard deviation. I can't remember exactly who or, or when you are talking about it. But I'm trying to figure out, because I'm just learning how to do options. And I picked up the book um, that uh, I'm bad with names. Boza had on uh, options, uh, volatility. Uh, and damn, there's. Uh, I'm trying Breathe. to get it. okay. I got you. Breathe. It, yeah, I, I've been reading that book pretty much, and uh, it start, it talks about the standard deviation and trying to find uh, or trying to find the option pretty much, or to know when to get in uh, the option when we're talking about the price modeling and all that stuff. My biggest concern is how do you find it? I'm getting lost into finding standard devi- devi- deviation of any stock so I can actually get in into I guess to match up the theoretical pricing. If that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Email your email me your question and I'll um text it to Bonowin. And then if I if the bro whenever the brother gets time, what when he because you know he got his daily duties. Um uh-huh. I'll try and find an answer back to you because I'm not an options expert. Okay. Um, but I'll try and do my best to get that um answer for you. Oh man, I'm about to shut a tear, man. Uh, <laughs> don't do nah, that. I've hit help. Nah, cause now nah, y'all understand, man, because like you know, we don't have and I literally just talked to my brother. My brother was just here like an hour ago. Like, we literally don't have like nobody we could look up to. And uh, like, you guys really been like really inspiring. I'm about to cry and everything. Like, y'all guys really been inspiring because I've been through a lot of That's stuff true. these past three months. And uh, just locking into you guys on when I can. Um, and just coming from like an accident and stuff. I was like, I'll be messaging Ian, Ian and all the time, like, just, and y'all deserve some cool dudes, like, and you know, we don't know you, like, we you, don't man. know you guys, like, and stuff like that. But man, I just appreciate you guys because, like I said, we don't get to look up to nobody. In the, I mean, in the hood, except you know what we used to, you know. And I'm just trying to, I don't know, I'm just trying to set the pathway for like, you know, my friends that you know can't even get, you know, in and out the uh, streets. So yeah. I'm just like, hey, yo, Raheem, you know, man. And, and here's I, what I want you to do. Here's what I want you. I want you to email me. At Troy at Earn Your Leisure. Your, you got Email me at Troy at Earn Your Leisure, and we're going to get on a Zoom call this week, and I'm going to walk you through this options thing. All right? I'm going to show you some things. 
Are you, are you uh, in the sniper promo? How that sound? I appreciate that. It's my birthday Thursday too, man. Happy Yo, let's birthday, do it. Man. Let's do it. On, let's let's do it. Like um, we'll, we'll we'll lock in a time this week, and like I'll, I'll walk you through and show you how how to move around in this game a little bit. Yeah, and, and send yeah, Troy send me his email. I'm put him in a sniper program too. Oh, let's yeah. do that. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. If we Raheem, can make sure you send that to me, bro. How old are you turning, bro? 27, man. 27. You got yeah. cash up? Yeah. I send me a cash up, family. I love you. Thank you, guys, man. Thank Yo, you, brother. Love is love, bro. I see, I see the love heart. The, the hearts is going man, up. That's real. Uh, Big love for you, bro. Big love. Nah, it's, real. it's, it's, it's reality. Yeah. It's reality, and it's one of these things. Shout out to Maurice Claret, man. Um, he, you know, is a, he's a friend of mine, and he texted me the other day. He was like, "Yo, you know, my uh, my cousins, like they real, they real heavy in the streets, and I never thought that they would care about anything." And they they text me like, "Yo, you heard about Ernie Alicia?" He's like, "How you know about Ernie Alicia?" Like, you know, so I say that to say like what he's saying is real. What he's saying is real as far as the role models is like, you know, we always had sports entertainment, um, and then it's always negative after that, and it's like, um, you know, so now have entrepreneurs and investors. And like he said, it's just, you know, we just regular people. We just, you know, yeah. listen to hip hop. We grew up, you know, yeah. just like how everybody else grew up. Um, and it's, it's inspiring. So, um, you know, we, we, we don't take that lightly at all. We don't take that responsibility lightly. And um, we are hey. extremely humble. Hey, 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 King, drop, please drop your cash up so I can have the people bless you. And I'm gonna bless you too. I'm sorry I'm gonna cut you off, but l- let us help you. Yo, man, I can't think y'all got enough, man. Yo, it's crazy, man. I really want to say thank you, guys, man. Thank you. Yeah, put 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 the um the cash app in there so like the earners can see it and then we can put it in YouTube and all that, bro. Uh, or put it in YouTube yeah. if you if you watch it on YouTube. Actually, because especially coming from where I come from, I mean, you know, every inner city the same, but even like seeing all the stuff with the rappers and like Mo three Vine stuff with Quando Duck. Man, I think if this stuff would have got implemented like 25 years ago, we would have saved a lot. Incarceration rate would probably be in half. Murders would probably be in half. Like, especially when I grew up in East Chicago, Gary, South, South Side of Chicago, like everybody who grew up in the Midwest. And the, like, the futures market is in Chicago. That's the part that makes it so heartbreaking, knowing how many people got killed or were murdered over little or nothing, just trying to survive. So, man, I feel you. Um, shout, shout out to my boy Ken. He just sent he just sent some money. We are gonna send it over to the good brother once we get his cash app. Yeah, yeah. and that's Drop one of the things too. It's like you know, we, we, even you know, the entrepreneurs online they highlight the success, and it's like you know, um, it's not make it's 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 just we're not here to make you feel worse about yourself. Like you know what I'm saying, we here to encourage people yeah. and any any level of success that we've been blessed um, to receive is only by the grace of God. So we can never act. Yeah. Um, you know, we can never act in a boastful or, or arrogant manner um, because you're only you're only one step away from being a millionaire or sleeping on the street. Homeless. For it's, real. It's, it's a very thin line. Yeah. It's a very yeah. thin line. So you can never you can never forget that. And um, you can never forget about the communities and the people that, um, you know, helped you get to where you are, uh, because we, we we're not we don't make it until everybody makes it. You know what I'm saying? One one billionaire is not enough. One millionaire is not enough. Everybody has to be financially free and and educated. Yeah, and that's why I keep saying we got to do this as a community. And I know sometimes you guys think I'm coming off hard, but I'm pushing you to do this because I care, man. This has been one of the roughest years for all of us emotionally. Um, 
And King, I, pre- I appreciate you even opening up and like being that vulnerable to do that. Because um, honestly, thousands of other people feel the same way that you do. So it takes a real big person to to be vulnerable like that. So thank you. I just yeah. I just I just put his cash app in the uh in the joint. Just show the brother some love, man. Yeah, happy twenty seven, boy. And definitely hit me with that email. Hopefully Red I get Panda it. snipers. I mean cut you off. Send yeah. him something. Send him something. You know I bless y'all. Just send him anything you can. It don't have to be nothing, you know, out of the range, but bless him. Pay him for it. Yeah, Raheem, we gonna we gonna lock in this week, bro. Just send me that email. We are gonna lock in, and um, I'm a, I'm gonna walk you through a little tutorial. From, yeah. you know what I've learned. We couldn't we couldn't have picked a better way to to, to wrap up the show. It always is like this, man. We had the brother one time that was incarcerated. We had mm-hmm. there's always emotional um stories, and this is real. Like this isn't just no, this ain't no just corny game show. That's like the first this time is, you ever called in. Financial literacy is yeah. life or death, man. Yeah. Like people, like I, like I said, that when I say when I say financial literacy is life or death, I'm not being over dramatic. It's literally a matter of life and death. Sometimes people making life life altering, life changing decisions over $5,000, $10,000 where they could have made that, you know what I'm saying? In the stock market, they could have made that yeah. in real estate. They could have made that selling merch. They could have made that in a variety of different things and trucking, whatever. And that's another thing too. It's not just one path. We, we're here to show you as many, as, many, as many different paths as possible. Um, because you know, when, when, when your money's not right, you, you, you make decisions that you probably wouldn't have made when you have money, that's just the reality of it. And yeah. like X said, when when you when you hungry, you eat whatever's there. Wait, what kids say? First things first. When the dude ain't money ain't right, it that, makes things that, worse. That makes it things makes you makes a things worse. Person. Yeah. Yep. And like y'all said, well, we're all one decision away. Or you know, thank God for my family looking yeah. out, and then friends like you know, brother believing, mom believing. You know, like just keeping you going. You know, you guys like we all could be in an unfortunate position. So, you know, that's why I thank you guys every week. You know, for those of you tune in, I appreciate you. Like I always say, like four years ago, I couldn't get four people to listen to me about the best. Oh, wow. Hey, yo, hey, yo, Raheem, I hope you're still listening. Matt just hit me just now. He said that, yo, he's so moved by by uh, what you just said that he gonna give you the uh, home buyer's blueprint. He letting you in the course for free. Uh, so shout out to our boy, MG, our brother. Shout, shout out to Matt. So now you're gonna have a real estate game. You're gonna have an options game. And any yeah. other game that you want, man, is at your door. Yeah. I'm putting you in a sniper program, man. I got you. in a sniper program. Yo, bro, this is going to be a hell of a 27th birthday, man. So that's love, bro. Yeah. Matt, we appreciate that, bro. MG. Yeah. MG. Super MG. Super MG, for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Closing words, Troy? Yo, I want to give a shout out. Let's give a shout out to Jarrell Hardy. Because um, I know Jarrell was, I seen him on YouTube. I see him in here. And uh, he put a post on Facebook in the, in the private in, uh, investment group about <laughs> how he uh, went to the auction and met another earner at the auction and they bought properties. And oh, I, yeah. was, I, I, was, it was so empowering. It inspired us like, yo, wow. Well, that's, 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 the power, that's the power of networking and community. Yep. Shout out to EYL University. Shout out to everybody in the Facebook group. And he put that in there that they, he met them on a the Facebook group. They went to, they bid on the auction. I guess it was virtual, but COVID and they got a property. Um, you never know. You no, know, it was know. crazy. Shout out to you, man. That was inspiring, but I was, it, it was the execution that was, more touch and it was like yo they heard something they executed on it and now they're doing it together they didn't go together they just happened to be in the same room because at the same time they had thought like i need to execute on this now and so shout out to jerrell hardy yeah I, you know i'll let you have the last word before i'll just say the last thing i'll say is um shout out to everybody appreciate your support and um shout out to 
the United Kingdom. Shout out to London and shout out to Toronto. I saw somebody in YouTube like, I wish they had something like this in London. The crazy thing is that we're the biggest in London and we're, and we're the biggest in Toronto. Um, and um, that's crazy because we're in America. So we definitely want to bring um, some, maybe some London investors on. I think that would be good. Some people from Canada. You got to expand this thing worldwide. Mm -hmm. And um, hopefully when this thing opens up, we're definitely going to take this show on the road. <laughs> and um, London, Toronto, Canada, Ghana. Definitely, definitely, definitely going international, man. We going, this is going to be big, the big, big, biggest. The big show. The big show. The big show. The big show. A lot of people to help. No, you made it to the big show. The big show. <laughs> the big show. That's a fact. So shout out to everybody international all over the world, Europe, Africa, Asia, um, but definitely Toronto and London because those are our two biggest international markets. Yeah, shout out to Brazil. Somebody in Brazil? Shout out to Brazil. Well, Rio. Rio. <laughs> shout out to Sol. Go check out that Bovespa index. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brazil. Ian, what, what would you like to leave the, leave the people with? Um, thank you for letting me get my Hype Williams uh, Scorsese action on earlier. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want me to do more of that, please let me know. Um, thank you guys for being loving. The thing I want to drive home, seriously, I want us to take community action so we can be free. And then I know it's been a rough year, but I want us to be kinder to each other, love each other. Uh, Cause we never know what people are going through. Like people are dying. Uh, I want to send some love to my guy, Twan. Like he, man, he messaged like us. Like he went to two funerals in the last four days. Mm. Life is short. Like all the bickering that happens in life and online is like, at the end of the day, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, so be kind, be loving. And, uh, you know, for everyone who watched, thank you. Yeah. Uh, to you guys, thank you so much. Rashad, let me get them glasses up off you. <laughs> I got some. I got some. I got some. It's one again. It's any day now. Yeah, day. I appreciate it. Hey, yo, yeah, I'm, and we always say this to each other, but, but definitely please reach out to somebody. Like I said, yeah. every week, one conversation can change somebody's life. Uh, we had an untimely loss in our community today. So, uh, who, who the foster family, they, they lost their um, cousin. Today? No, no, last week. Oh, okay. Last yeah, week. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace and, and prayers to the foster family. Chuck, you know, you are bro. Uh, so we're praying for you, Shaniqua. We're praying for you. Um, Sonny, we're praying for y'all. Um, yeah, just definitely reach out and, and uh, text somebody that you haven't in a while. Or yeah. you thought you might have had a problem with and it wasn't that serious. You never know what that one conversation can do. So please do that. I encourage you. I implore you to do that. Please. Absolutely. Yo, we love y'all. All of Detroit, my Detroit players. What man. up, though? When I get the shades. Y'all going, Detroit going, Detroit's going to appreciate this one. <laughs> if, if you know, you know. <laughs> the big show. Over Thomas and out. Everybody in the Midwest. Ian Scorsese. Ian Scorsese. had y'all slurring the words after. <laughs> hey, yo. Elion's. Hey, yo, YouTube. <laughs> Shout out to Elion and Elon. Hey, yo, YouTube. Ernest. The next post Ian puts up, make sure y'all tag him. And this Ian will, Scorsese. This will be on all podcast outlets at 12 o'clock tonight, tonight. Tonight. Eastern Standard Time. Tap in. Love you, bro. Arrivederci. <laughs> <laughs>
you can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.